Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. That Weekend Feeling today catching up with an Eastern Cape original. She's an entertainer, she's an entrepreneur, or possibly it's the other way around. We'll find out in a moment. Kerry Hiles, what a pleasure to have you on the show. Are you first and foremost an entertainer or are you first and foremost an entrepreneur? I'm just bumbling along trying to do what I can, you know. Um, I think half of being smart is what you're dumb at, so I don't do sport. <laughs> you're on stage a lot, though, and of late we've seen you in action in so many places. There's been the National Festival of the Arts in uh, Makanda, Grahamstown. You've been at the Viltsphere. I've seen you in various other places. Sometimes you're on stage all on your own. Other times you're collabing with friends. Give us a background of what's happening in your life as far as entertainment goes at the moment. Okay, so so at the moment, um, I'm, I'm trying to. I think post COVID, we've we've all had to reinvent the way we do business, whether we're in entertainment or hospitality or food or teaching, even. Um, so I'm finding that the the sort of the, the, the pub gigs are, especially at my age as well. I'm I'm not 21 anymore. <laughs> um, are are not serving me well. Um, from a health point of view, and just also people's patterns have changed. We, we don't stay out until two in the morning anymore. Um, sort of everyone wraps up at about ten o'clock and goes to bed, following uh, I think COVID-induced patterns. You know, so those those kind of events and gigs are are not the same as they used to be, and I'm not the same as I used to be. I need to be a little bit more selective. As I'm getting older, I think it's it's not that ladylike <laughs> to be standing in corners of puzzles till midnight singing other rock and roll. Um, <laughs> So what I'm trying to do now, and, and, and it is something that sort of started around 2019 with the advent of the first um, performances of Judy Garland's uh, tribute, which is called A Star Is Born. And that is going off to Edinburgh now a couple of years later, but we'll, we'll get to that. So it, it was it was a one-hour cabaret, but, but songs and stories. And I think the audience walked away with not just entertainment, but an experience and education. And that has really stood in good stead post-COVID because I'm finding that people don't want to spend money as readily on just entertainment. They actually want an experience, something that is more tangible than just whiling away two hours or an hour. Um, I'm getting really good feedback from from people that have seen the Judy Garland show, that have seen the, the follow-on, which was an Eva Cassidy tribute, and then the Amy Winehouse tribute was this year's uh, project. People walking away going, wow, the first thing I did when I got home was, was I Googled this person, and I've learned so much, and I've expanded my music appreciation, and wow, I didn't know that, and I didn't know this. And people are really walking away with much more of an experience than just entertainment. And I'm finding that that's, people are really appreciating that kind of where their money goes into that thing where they're walking away with a much bigger reward for their 100 bucks or 120 bucks or 180 bucks, whatever it is. But I am still doing the lights and fluffy stuff. So there's uh, Angry Birds. It's a, it's a little bit of a, a franchise now. Um, there's, there's three of us ladies and, and we had a um, sort of an original version of it was, was tribute to, to women in rock, but we've now got a, a Christmas in July <laughs> version, which can also fly um, uh, over December. Uh, which is which is some nice Christmassy pop classics and and also some surprise uh, surprise selections and then we're working on a Tina Turner thing as well so so that is more of the entertainment less of an experience thing but the Tina Turner one we're structuring is almost like a motivational um, idea 
So it will work well in a, in the context of, of a Women's Day kind of thing or anybody that's feeling a little bit downtrodden, we're going to take some of, of Tina Turner's quotes and, and turn that into something motivational through the show. So it doesn't matter where you are in your life, there you can get some inspiration from someone who's been really down but has also been really up. So so just trying to make the light and fluffy entertainment a little bit more meaty, I suppose, a little bit more um, worthwhile in terms of, of uh, a personal experience of someone in the sure. audience. Um, sure. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to do that for myself as well as I get older so that, that my choices for performance, because that's, that's what resonates the most with me, is like is taking stories to people, is, is being a storyteller, whether the story is two hours of party music or, or actually a, a life story, a biography of someone or an inspirational tale. Or um, I, <laughs> I'm experimenting a little bit with poetry and haikus at the moment as well as, as, a, as a personal challenge. And finding that, that the storytelling aspect is really reaching people um, on so many different levels, it's it's... It's so interesting for me, so interesting for me what people take away from a night or a, a set of music, like what really touches people and, and the same piece of music, how it touches people differently. Um, the Judy Garland show is is an incredible show from that point of view because she's a, not someone that, that our generation really knows about. It's more our grandparents' generation. But Judy Garland's story is so incredible. She started as a, as a child star. Her first performances were like at the age of two. And she was signing contracts by the age of 14. She won an Oscar at the age of 17. She, she just rocketed into the into stardom but she was an unbelievable talent as well but on top of that she she had to overcome the most incredible personal uh, tragedies i mean her mom got her hooked on on drugs before she was even 10 so her start in life was severely rocky she had major major setbacks but all the time she was resilient and she rose stronger and stronger and stronger every single time she died at, at 47 but she's she's still legendary and I, and I think a lot of people walk away with some kind of inspiration to go if this woman could do that against all those odds then I can find within me strength to take on whatever my personal challenge is at the moment and coupled with some very nice music as well so so that, that's always a good thing well your um, performances have certainly resonated with audiences you've been very very well received Standard Bank even gave you an award at the National Festival of the Arts this year yes so so it's been a fantastic run actually and, and testimony to the kind of work that the Wella Capella Productions is doing. Now Wella Capella it's a lady called Amanda Bortner, she's East London based and she wrote the Judy Garland show, she also wrote the Eva Cassidy show um, and she wrote the Vincent show which is also going along to Edinburgh. Now all of these have won awards um, at the National Arts Festival they've all got recognition for standing out from the crowd I would say which which is, which I say very likely there's exceptional work on at, at National Arts Festival. So it is such an honor to be noticed um, in, in the sort of the, 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 the cream of the crop that is, that is there. Um, the works that are, that are on at National Arts Festival just blow my mind every year. I can't believe the creativity that we have in this country um, against all odds and, and against all backgrounds and, and, and all sorts of challenges. These incredible works of arts get onto stages and get seen by audiences. And to be noticed above and beyond everybody there is 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 really it's such an honor and it is such a such a such a blessing and now what's happened is we've taken the oh, i say we um, amanda has taken this 
momentum and gone, if we're making waves here, let's see how we can make waves internationally. And one of the other shows, Next, which also was on a National Arts Festival and also received awards, has gone over to New York and received awards there for the best newcomer. So there's really, really excellent work that is happening here in the Eastern Cape, and it is making waves internationally. Small little ways, but everything is related. Everything, every time you post something on social media that says, okay, we're going here, then somebody there takes notice and goes, okay, well, I'm going to look out for you because mm. this is this is interesting for me. Mm. Um, let's see what you can do. I, I feel um, here in the Eastern Cape, we're safe. It's our home crowd. So I'm really, yeah. I'm nail biting, <laughs> <I'm> chewing, <laughs> chewing my fingernails. Um, about how we're going to go down well in, in Edinburgh. And I must say I'm quite nervous because there has already been a, a fair bit of interest about the Judy Garland show because I think, although she was an American actress and, and performer, she spent a lot of time in the UK as well and made a lot of waves there. Famous concerts hosted in in, um, in the UK. People that are, are, are watching the Judy Garland tribute might actually have seen the lady herself live at one point in their life. That's quite that's quite daunting. <laughs> Talk to us about the uh, the Edinburgh Arts Festival. Who made the decision for the show to go there? Do you have to apply? Are you invited, or do you just pitch and play and hope for the best? So it, it is a hectic application process. We we were not invited, but Amanda decided that it's time to to be known. <laughs> so you you have to apply. There's there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of venues. So you choose the venue. You go and scout all the things online and go, okay, this venue will suit my production. Then you apply at the venue. When the venue gives you go ahead, then you apply at the festival and say, okay, we've got a venue, we've got a show, can we come and be on part of your, your program? It's an expensive process to apply, and then it's also obviously an expensive process to get there and stay there. And we're, we're having a particular, particularly interesting challenge at the moment to get a keyboard, an electric piano over there. We can't find one that is, is within reasonable sort of hiring rates. It's actually more viable to buy one here, but then we can't fly with it because the dimensions mm-hmm. are too big once it's in its case. So it's um, it's it's really proving to be challenging to, to get an instrument. Um, we've got the space, we've got the accommodation now, which was also a challenge in its own. I think I'm sleeping in an attic. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> But the electric piano is proving to be one of the biggest challenges, actually, to to get there. For those of our listeners with the finances, where exactly will you be playing? And uh, when do you kick off? What are the dates that apply? Okay, so so we need to be there um, on the, I think it's the 1st or the 2nd of August. We're flying out on Sunday. I'm flying out from PE. The other guys are flying out from East London and Cape Town. We're meeting in Joburg and then we're off to Doha, a little stop, and then hop over to Edinburgh. We've got technical runs leading up until the 4th, but we actually both open on the 4th of August and we run until the 12th of August. My show is at noon and Daniel's show is at 4 in the afternoon. Daniel is the guy that's playing the Vincent van Gogh show. It's at the space um, and you can get all the information at, at the Ed Fringe um, web address. I'll have to just be, I'll send you the exact address. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. Um, so all the tickets you can get online um, and yeah, we're, we're just hoping for, for lovely. I, I don't imagine that we're going to have incredible turnout because there is such, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of performances and venues and shows and it it runs for ages. So we're not expecting huge numbers, but we are 
hoping to make a huge splash so that people are talking about us. Oh, you're going to knock um, him dead. You're going to knock him dead. Mark my words. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> uh, may, from your mouth to everybody's ears. <laughs> <laughs> the Eastern Cape is awfully proud of you, Kerry. Uh, you've been working thank very, you. very hard for many years. And it'll be an absolute, well, it is an absolute pleasure to see your name up there as one of the uh, performers at the Edinburgh Arts Festival for this year. Thank you. In closing, you did refer to the fact that you like to dabble in poetry, the haiku in particular. So uh, what I'd like to see is following this interview, I would like to go onto your profile during the course of the next day or two on Facebook and find a haiku dedicated to this uh, interview that we had. Deal? I think that would be fabulous. Absolutely fantastic. No pressure. It's been an absolute blast. It's been an absolute blast, my babe. Knock him dead. You've done us proud. Kerry Hiles from the Eastern Cape, and she's made it all the way at the Edinburgh Arts Festival. Awfully proud of you. And uh, as I said earlier, I've no doubt it's going to be a great success. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. Thanks. Have a lovely day. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.